Ladies and gentlemen, tonight is episode number 32. Again, we're sponsored by ACTV and the Blue Comedy Tour. Uh, guest tonight, my, my boy Tomer, funny guy. Uh, can't wait to get into this, so let's get started. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm shocked with the guy before me. <laughs> he lives in a 200-square-foot place? Yeah. What, are you kidding me? <laughs> Well, me, if I walk in, I'm not walking out. I'm going to need the jaws of life to get me the hell out of here. What the hell's going on? That's hilarious. Now, what's this? What, are we having a date? I know. I tell everybody else. What the hell is it? We need some of that spaghetti and... We don't need spaghetti. Well, no. <laughs> Maybe you're right. So what have you been up to? I mean, you're, you're one of the uh, locals' favorite around here. Really? Because oh, yeah. I thought people hated me. No, you're controversial, but I, I love controversy, you know, yeah. especially in this day and age. It's refreshing. Yeah, well, I'm banned for most of the clubs in town. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I believe that. If you guys ever want to jump on YouTube and check out some of his stuff, it's... Well, I mean, the one guy that, you know, is a famous, it's a famous club and finally has me up and he tells me before I do the show... I don't want you to do this. I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to do this. My whole act is gone. Yeah. (laughs) I said, okay, whatever you want. So I went up there and I did this and I did that. And I did everything he didn't want me to do. I'm not back. (laughs) Yeah, it's so, you know, I've talked about this before, how bizarre that something in in the arts is now so restricted. Right? Oh, I... I don't know how comedy is going to continue. I don't either. I mean, everybody's, you say hello. What are you talking about? Yeah. And then, you, you know, you go to the open mics where people try and work on their material because they don't get it right. So you, you have to walk a tightrope of trying material and it's going to fail. And then if it fails, like the joke bombs and you're a jerk, right? Well, it's an open mic. You should be able to do whatever you want, let people... Let people... <laughs> so I think some of the craziest hecklers are at open mics. Because huh? they're cheap shows. They're cheap comedy shows. Open mics are meant to practice. and It's not meant to be taken seriously in the yeah. sense that you're supposed to die in an open mic. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, you bomb. Everybody bombs. Yeah, but there's some people who get lucky and they don't bomb at the beginning. Yeah. So now it's going to take them three years to figure out that they suck. Yeah, that's true. Because you got four, you got four in a row. Oh, look, I'm doing good. This is easy. Yeah. I bombed the first ten times. Huh? Yeah. And then I think their career flatlines. You know, they, they just get to that point and they don't know. Let's not use the word career. <laughs> <laughs> career. I mean, two shows and someone's a comic all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah it's no, like a yeah. travel agent or. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tell me about your journey. Well, I came to the final table of the World Series of Poker in yeah. 2003. And uh, then worked, worked with it. And then I started doing seminars about poker on cruise ships. And then people were starting to laugh at what I was saying. And then more and more people started showing up, not for poker, but just what I was saying. And you were at the final table of the World Series. Yeah, right? final table of the World Series with Chris wow. Moneymaker. What yeah. a name is that, huh? Yeah. Chris Moneymaker. Yeah. He made a lot of money. He Pretty lost much. it all. but he made... <laughs> And then it was funny. People just knew me by the name of Tomer. When I came in fifth, yeah. from that point on, I was known as that lucky fat bastard. <laughs> 
They wouldn't name me anything. Maybe, else. That's it. That's it. I'm now known as a lucky fat bastard. So how long have you been doing poker? I did poker for 39 years. That's where I came here. Yeah. I came from New York City to do poker. I, I was at the clubs of Brooklyn before that. Oh, Started wow. at 13. So you, what year did you move here? Uh, 78. Wow. So you were, you were in the clubs with some of the old G. You know, ex maybe ex mafioso or maybe still yeah, mafioso. No, there's no still. Yeah. No, at that time. No, at the time it was right? a lot of them. Yeah, I didn't know That's some incredible. that were as big as they were at the time too. I mean, did, did you ever get at a table with any of them? Oh yeah. What? Of course, John Gotti. You were at a table with John Gotti? No, I didn't know anything about. I mean, yeah. it wasn't the same he thing as I know now. Right. I mean, he was just starting to make his. Uh, he was a terrible gambler. Yeah. He was horrendous. He was one of the worst. But he was a good gambler. Yeah, he didn't get mad. I could, I don't know why, but he didn't get mad. He would tip everybody $50 a year, $100 a day. Fine. Back then? That's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. $1,500 is a lot. I wouldn't. So then when you come here, you have the same guys. I was, I was mafia adjacent. <laughs> I was never in, I was never in the mob or anything close room. to the mob, but I had to deal with them all the time. No and it was fun. It was fun because they were also eating all the time, sending yeah. all kinds of stuff. It was fun as long as you don't deal with their uh, yeah. business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it was it was great. Once in a while, you'd meet someone who was a little fishy. For yeah. example, you know, people were scared of certain people that were killers. Yeah. Uh, this one guy, he killed about twenty four people. It ends up. What was that? I, I didn't know. Is that huh? Spilatro? No, no, no. But no, the Spilatro from the Chicago family were there. But this particular guy was, everybody was scared of him. Of course, I didn't know at the time how bad it was, but he used to dress up in different outfits to kill people. What? That's what it comes out now. Oh he, used, he became, he did a rabbi, he did a priest. And then one time he finally did a woman. He dressed up <laughs> as a woman. You know what? He liked dressing up as a woman, and we had the first assassin transvestite in the history of mafia that's amazing the guy was <laughs> he would dress up yeah. all the time from that point on he was dressed as a, a woman, woman with a lipstick and then yeah. he would come to the at the he time as the po at the poker room he'd come yeah. and go hey folks how does this look is this does this make me look fat no yeah, and then he'd go out and kill somebody. Well, no, but then he people are going, are you kidding me? We love the way you look. Yeah. You, you look fantastic. Yeah. This is just macho guys. Oh, you look yeah, fabulous. I'll even take you out on a date. <laughs> so, Nobody's going to tell him otherwise. Or maybe he did look, really look great. You know? yeah. <laughs> to each his own. Yeah. Then we had a one I didn't know. His name was Mr. Softy. Mm -hmm. That's because we ends up being in a book. And that guy happened to be, uh, he had a... Uh, what do you call it? an ice cream truck? And he was called Mr. Softy because he used the ice cream truck as actually a place where he hid the bodies. And what? Killed. And this is all of the Chicago outfit. Yeah. Well, that one is he was kind of a rogue. Okay. But we've seen him a couple of times. So but with this outfit, with the softy outfit and the little thing, nobody, I didn't know any of this. Don't think at that time I knew. Yeah, yeah. I said, what is this guy? What is that's amazing. It ends up he would uh, have a spray, cyanide spray. And when you pass by him, he would sp spray you with cyanide, and people thought that you had a heart attack. Again, I didn't know at the time. But what? why are we talking about this? No, that's phenomenal. No. It's after a homeless guy who's a saint. I'm talking about cyanide, <laughs> no, people dying. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, because that's interesting. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, so anyway, 
So after doing some seminars, my wife talked me into doing comedy. Yeah. And I still slap her in the morning every day, <laughs> just in case. Yeah. I haven't forgiven her since then. Keep her on her toes. Oh, okay. no, she, she did it on purpose because yeah. she hated me. That's why? You go into the comedy world. What's so good about it? Tell yeah, me. It's, it's feast or it's famine. Not, it's, well, let's forget about the money. Yeah. You could forget the money. Speaking of homeless, I wonder how many of them under their actual comedians who started as comedians okay. all over there. Especially in this city. He wants to do stand-up for, for the, in, in the, in the thing, in the tunnel? Good luck with that. It's a bad crowd to do. A couple of hecklers. So I started the first time I was over at the 2011. And uh, I was at the, what do you call it over there? Not the Bingo Palace, the Palace Station. They had a, they had a, a stage, an actual theater in a stage, and there would be open mics over there. So the first time I went there, I'm thinking I'm gonna do good. Yeah. The first time I went there, the lights are shining. I can't oh, I see know. anything. Nobody is laughing. Nobody's saying a word. Oh, then so I nice. fall off the stage. You fell off. I fell off the stage because I couldn't see the light. Did they laugh then? Yes. <laughs> well, they I think I got wrong. heckled instead of laughed. Still. <laughs> so that's how it all started. Yeah. Yeah. When those lights hit you, it's not only hot, but then you can't see. You can't see a lot of the crowd. You know, in a lot of those places, so it's yeah. it's tough. And then they get your, your your mind back on track after you think a joke is going to kill it, and then it doesn't. And then you got to go to the next joke. And if that one won't, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's you know, we take it we take it it's too, at, the, at the beginning you're taking it too seriously. Every joke has got to be perfect. Everything, true. That's and it's just point. not going to happen. That yeah, you're there to die. Yeah, That's so it's really painful. For, I mean, you're there to die. If you're not dying, something's wrong. You can't be, I mean, the only person I know that they said Seinfeld was good from the beginning. Yeah. And then it, he didn't take long to be successful. But. Which I don't know how he does. I mean, he's like a PG comedian, too. Well, a lot of people love PG comedians. Yeah. You know, he's observational. Observational, yeah. yeah. yeah you don't know how. He's a multi-millionaire. And, yeah. No, he's great. But what, but what really, you know, nowadays, I don't know. Why would you want to be a comedian? For what? Why, why, why are you going to be a comedian for? I mean, look at all the things that are happening. Look at the things that are happening right now. Yeah. You can't really say anything. You, the problem is you've got the biggest acts yeah. in the world apologizing yeah. for what they said 20 years ago. I know. If you have the biggest acts in the world who have effort money, yeah. mega effort money, yeah. breaking down and apologizing for what they said, yeah. what the hell is that about? I don't think they should apologize. No, I lost I think, all respect. Yeah, I, I think that there's, you know, like 20 years from now, it's going to be the same thing. It's, uh, people are going to say, oh, well, you know, whatever generation comes after the next generation, except this generation, I feel like it's very, very critical of anything you say. And going back to it, comedians don't do it to really, they get it to make people laugh. They don't do it to cut people down. Right. Well, you don't punch down most of the time anyway. You, you punch up. Yeah. But you're still in there. This, in this day and age, to be a, a white male comic. If a white fat male comic is even the worst. <laughs> yeah, like, what do, you, what do you joke about, you know? Like, you, they, you know, you, what the thing is, is that you have, to, you have to advance as far as you can, and you can't let people stop you from saying what you need to say. As you long as you're get, funny. You just won't get the deal. As long as you're funny. Well, I have nothing to lose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I yeah. could say whatever I want, and I do. Yeah. Except like when I do some corporate, 
mm-hmm. things, which I've done some corporate things. You got to, you know, be good to shore the, it up, you, yeah. you got to shore it up. But still, yeah. you stick a little two yeah. things in there that people will remember. Yeah, especially corporate events. Like they want to be there to kind of let loose, not, you know, not stick to the corporate corporate model of doing things oh no they're hilarious too there's always these guys coming in half drunk listen you could make fun of our boss say whatever you want about the boss yeah Yeah, like i'm gonna say whatever i want about i save their jobs every time (laughs) yeah because the boss never likes to be he may you may think he likes it but he doesn't liking it it. yeah i've seen that i save their asses (laughs) no but it's good i mean it's also i think i'd i'd love to Start cutting on a boss in front of their employees. I'd let my bosses cut down right in front of us because they can't do anything. I don't want to do that. Really? No, no, not the boss. I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in. Have you had a bad boss? Had a bad boss? Yeah. You mean as a? In any industry, in any work. Oh, work! I hit in them all. Yeah, wouldn't you love somebody to just get in there and you know? Oh yeah, but do a roast. But I'm kind of thinking about them because I've heard all this that happens before, and it's not worth it to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just not worth it to me. Hired again, probably. Huh? Oh, I don't care about that. I'm used (laughs) to that. Great attitude. I'm used to that. You think (laughs) I care about that? If I go in and then so what? Yeah. If, if I think I'm going to say something that's funny, mm-hmm. I'll do it. There's nothing worse than saying something that may be edgy yeah. that's not funny. But the, the, the goalposts have been moved now of edgy. No, there's no edgy. Yeah, exactly. Except for people on open mics who keep talking about their you-know-whats all the time. Yeah, yeah. Which is about yeah. as exciting as... Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not... And, you know, you know I, I've gone to shows out here in Vegas or even some open mics where I'm I think that these guys should be top of their tier but they because of what they talk about they they can't go anywhere which sucks because that's not what comedy is based on you know like I feel like the freedom of speech is now which is crazy like from the civil rights in 1969 in Berkeley to today you know everybody's like freedom of right freedom of speech freedom of practice and now it's just so I mean, trying to touch on religion and certain, you know, trying you to touch, touch on What it. are you going to touch on? If you touch, nobody, every, every, it's identity politics gone awry. Yeah. That's what it is. I mean, everybody's identity. You're supposed to care about everybody's identity all yeah. the time. Yeah. Don't offend this person. Don't offend that person. Don't make fun of this. Yeah. We've lost this ability to make fun of each other. Yeah. Making fun of each other it's helps things move absolutely. along. It's absolutely. not, it's, and now you can't. It's unbelievable the kind of atmosphere we have now. I think it's because of the restrictions, believe it or not. And that's just my personal opinion. Like, it's it's isolating and it's polarizing people because you are restricting, you are restricting people so much from what they really want and can't see. Now, obviously, you know, even back in the day, you know, like Kramer, you know, you know about the Kramer, yeah. you know, like... When he went up on stage and lost his mind. He lost his mind. But he in those days, I mean, he, they, he was videotaped. Yeah. That's why, well, that's why it went crazy. Because when you see an image, yeah, it's much more powerful than just listening to words. For sure. Right? Yeah. So an image, we are always just, when we see an image, we direct ourselves to it. Yeah. For example, what happened with George Floyd, right? Yeah. If we heard about it, yeah, it's absolutely. not it had absolutely not the same effect as Watching seeing a person die. Just die. Just that whole idea that some knee is put on him and yeah. he's choking. Yeah, that's what 
blows it, it blows everything up. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying the visuality of it. Yeah, we're visual creatures. Absolutely. So that's changed everything. We all have our phones. We could film it, yeah. and everything you do it could be taped. Yeah. I mean, which I mean, outside of the George Floyd incident, which sucks because you could have a moment of, um, you know, lacking, you know, just just a lacking moment of being who you really are, and then you do one thing, and then that's it. Your whole that's how that's how you're looked at. You know, that's because that's what, you know, they just take a snippet of something that your whole life, you know, you could be a whatever. And then, you know, you mess up on video once and that's it. That's it. You're done. And that's the key. You're messing up. You're not really messing up. You're doing something private that all of a sudden people could see. Yeah. Like if you and me, we're not going to say what we really think yeah. to each other when you're on camera. But when you're private with someone who you're close to, yeah. you're going to say some interesting things. Yeah. Some of the worst things the you could worst. possibly say, you're gonna say. Yeah. And if it, and since nobody knows about it, yeah. you're safe. But come on, we know what we're gonna say. Yeah. And everybody I, does it. Everybody, yeah. you know, everybody will make a joke or here or there. I mean, my, oh, yeah. my, my yeah. If my so. wife's Peruvian, and if, if if I got caught on video making like little disparaging comments about, you South know, my, American? huh? About South American? Yeah. What's wrong with that? Well, nowadays it'd be like, what? What is this? This guy's a misogynist, and he hates Latin people, even though I'm married. So what? I wish all those people luck with a capital F. <laughs> yeah, you know it's. No, you gotta stop. You people have to stop. I know. It's it, it, it's got. So if you can't, st if someone's got to do something, you can't just talk about how you wanna. You wanna do this. You wanna do that. You're tough, but oh, I don't really wanna do it. I, I I'm scared. Yeah. I don't want to do it. It's going everywhere. People are not standing up yeah. for something. And if you're a comedian I know, and you look at the history of comics yeah. and what they've gone through yeah. and you actually are going to shut up yeah. because you're scared and you're worried what your contemporaries are going to say, then you're a weak. Yeah. You're yeah, Kevin, weak Kevin, and you're a coward. Kevin Hart got what, banned from the Golden Globes. But then he started to apologize. That's the problem. Because he's going to lose so much money. He already has a ton of money. How much chairs do you need? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I he told has... you, he has mega effing money. He should have just said, look, it's something I said years ago, and obviously it's not approved to say now, but that's just what it is. No apology tour, no none of that. Because no, I don't want apologies from anybody anyway. I don't care what they say. Yeah. Who wants an apology? What kind of an apology is that? The, the world right now, the United States wants an apology everything. for everything. Yeah, you're canceled. You have an apology. If you say something stupid, you should own it. Yeah. And say, yeah, I said something stupid, and I'm an idiot, and that's it, and I'm yeah. not apologizing for it. I have yeah, my moments. Sure. This is my life. Yeah. One little minute of my life, you're taking it, and you're taking it. The hell with you. Everything's so critical now. This is wild. Oh, it's, it's it's absolutely crazy. Take, I mean, look. Uh, what is it about? The, let's let's go with COVID, for example. COVID. Yeah. Are you telling me that if we're sitting in private and we're talking, I said, ah, what the hell? Six hundred thousand. It's worth it. Six hundred thousand deaths. Deaths. Yeah. I would. You know, I don't. Nobody would want to hear this. But yeah, no. if you and me are sitting there and we want to keep the economy going and yeah. we want children to go to school. Yeah. 
and we want everything to go, but yet we're so scared of every death. If I hear that one more time, yeah. every death is a tragedy. Well, well I'll tell you true, what, in 2017, 80,000 people in the United States died of the flu. And I'm not downplaying COVID at all, but 80,000 people died of the flu in 2017. I know COVID is a serious, serious well, thing, but I'm, I've helped, I've had neighbors lose their homes, moving out. The kids, just their mental well-being. And I think everybody's COVID situation is different. Yeah. If you're single and you're by yourself, like, hey, I'm not going to, I'll social distance, I'll do what I want. But for other people, it's a lot harder because they're losing everything. They're losing everything. They're suicides. Yeah. Let's say a kid Domestic was... violence is sky high in Vegas right now. Well, violence on the strip. It's expected. Violence on, there's been shootings every week. Every week. They're coming from California, by yeah. the way. Yeah. yeah. So you got 10-year-olds. Let's say a 10-year-old, because of what happens, you know, the, something happens to the kid yeah. because of COVID. Mm -hmm. He has like 70 more years to live. But an 84-year-old, yeah. I'm sorry, nobody wants to say it that way. No, but I'm saying it, even see, if it was my mother. Yeah. Person who's 84 years has what? Five to seven yeah. years? I'm sorry, this is yeah. how as an no, adult, absolutely. you got to look at it without the emotional. So it's seven years. The, guy, the kid is 10 years old. That means that's 50 years. Or now seven, 60 years. The other has seven years. If you multiply the years of harm yeah. that, has, that this COVID has caused because of shutdowns, yeah. Because we want to save everybody. Yeah. I go out all the time. Yeah. I'm fat. Yeah. It's for some, and you know, COVID wants to kill fat people. Yeah. I'm old enough. Yeah. I'm, I'm high risk, but I'm not stopping. I'm going to go out there. Whether, and that's the way it is. If I die, I don't want the economy to be shut down or anything to be shut down because of me and people to stop their lives because of me. Yeah. You can't think like that. Yeah. It's, sure. And you can't control it that much. People think you could control. This guy today at the debate, what's his name? Uh, Biden, uh -huh. said, wear masks. That's his whole thing. Wear masks. I'm going to have you wear masks everywhere you want. Mm -hmm. This is what the rotting cactus has to say. <laughs> wear masks. Everywhere you go, I want you to wear a mask. That's the answer. I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with the science. Wear a mask. Anybody want to vote for a person who's going to shut you down? Yeah. That's tough. Not, huh? No. I, I mean, I, you, probably. All scare, scare, all the scary routines. Yeah. You know, it's, I guess we're getting away from comedy right now. Yeah, let's take it back to a lighter note. You want to go to a lighter note? I mean, I... I I'm, a, I'm a comedian. I, I, go to into the, I go into the dark world. I mean... No, I mean... I, I'm bothered by the sun. I'm glad, I'm glad you're openly willing to talk about all this. Yeah. You know, that's that's what I love. Well, that's what I want to get back to. It's this kind of world. I mean, I can't just yeah. casually talk about, oh, I did this in comedy. I did that. Yeah. But then there is a time when, when... Have you ever been to San Francisco in, in the comedy places there? Yeah, I grew up in Sacramento. Sacramento. Do you know about a place it's called... Uh, Oh, I, I did it there. It was just bizarre. It's called uh, the wash something, the wash. The brainwash. The brainwash, yeah. you Do you know about that yeah, place? Yeah. Have you ever done comedy? I have not, no. Go to the brainwash. It's a comedy club slash laundromat. So now you're doing your comedy, and some of the audience member hears a ding and actually says, I got to go get my laundry. <laughs> Well, I mean, San Francisco is so small, they just got to combine everything. No, people are sitting there getting ding. All you hear, ding, while yeah. you're doing ding. So I decided, I told my wife, 
you do the wash. And when, they, and when there was a ding, I said, hold out, everybody. I'm going to get my clothes. And, and left. The then I came back. Then I came back. In the middle of set, then I came back, showed my giant underwear. <laughs> took out this. Took out that. I was like a, a disgusting not, version of what's his name. Huh? Over there, no, we're not white underwear. I didn't go that far. <laughs> I have my limits. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, I'm going So World Series of Poker, and then to comedy, and then seminars. Well, the seminars and comedy, and but the the wonderful part, and he also, uh, when I went to Israel, which is my original place of birth, I ended up doing a year of comedy in Israel. What? Because we left so, because they have comedy clubs, American comedy clubs in Israel. Way. Yeah. yeah. So what were your jokes? Great. What were your jokes like over there? Huh? Oh, they were vicious because I was <laughs> allowed to get away with it. There, there was no holds bar. Everybody. I mean, there's no comedy club on the Gaza Strip. And, well, there may be one, <laughs> but it would be without heads. <laughs> that's, that's great. <laughs> you say that with a serious face, but that's hilarious. It's like I said, like if you play poker over there, right? Yeah. Right. So. I mean, one of the jokes here, a guy, my friend comes back from Saudi Arabia, said, what happened to your hand? I said, I played poker. When you lose a hand, you really lose a hand. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, that kind of, but. So you're not playing poker anymore? Well, I only play, if you're a professional poker player, I'll play the, I'll play the tournaments, mm -hmm. the World Series, which are now, yeah. they, they don't exist right now. Mm -hmm. In poker, if you're a real professional poker player, you only play in games that are, you have an advantage. So if you don't have an advantage, and I, I could look at a poker table and in 15 minutes know exactly who the players are, how they play, and whether it's worth it for me to play. Mm -hmm. I will not play when people are close play like me because then the only one who wins is the house because they take a chop and a cut of every pot. So if you, are, if you don't have any kind of mathematical advantage, mm -hmm. yeah. If you, so then it's no point in it. But these guys like to fight each other out. In the old days, in 1980 and all that, we yeah. would never do something like that. And we would have a lot of fun because we had actually characters. And, yeah. And there was eight of us in total in the whole Las Vegas. So back in the day, were you able to bullshit and talk and joke? At, oh, it was the best. We'd yeah, order pizza. We'd order pizza together. We'd have all kinds of fun. We'd also have a, when it was only all of us and there was no unpro, it was no sucker there, or whatever you want to call them. Uh, we would just, what are we going to do? We're all yeah. good players. So we decided to take vodka shots every half hour while we play. <laughs> Unless that one guy's just drinking water the whole time. Son of a. <laughs> I never thought about that. <laughs> it's a little late now. Yeah. No, but. So you had vodka. Now, they didn't want me to ever do that again because I became tighter and tighter and hardly played a hand. I got paranoid after drinking. Yeah. So I wouldn't play. I won because I wouldn't play except top hands, and they were all going crazy. And yeah. all that, all that. So I, I've heard that the locals actually, they want to stay away from the, out, the outside casinos. What do you mean by outside? So, like, I've heard, like, South Point is one of the toughest places to win a hand at poker because really? you, you got locals that... Well, most locals are bad. ...play all the time. But on the Strip, you have these guys come in that are big fishes and are drunk and just there to kind of blow money. So some of the professional pokers are like, yeah, you always go to the Strip, not to the, you know, pr 
the outland the outlining stations like well, South Point or N. Yeah. People who say that are not good players. Yeah. I mean, I, I could tell in 15 minutes. Most locals are bad players. They're not good players. They just happen to have played badly for 30 years. <laughs> Nobody tells them that, so they're bad. But if I go into a game, I don't go there because the limit is too low. I'm not making enough money. But once in a while, I'll go there to have fun with the older guys, you know, who don't play. So I come in with like six racks of chips, mm -hmm. and I chips are flying. And either I break the whole table or they've won a lot of money. Yeah. Whichever the case, I'm happy. So <laughs> it was what, right. What was the most, probably in the World Series of Poker, you got fifth. What was the, the most you've won at a poker table, if you don't mind me? $49,000. I've also lost $29,000. Oh, my gosh. So it all depends. Right? Yeah. But most of the time, I played limit, not no limit. Because you know? yeah, that's where the real money is. Yeah. The, the real pros, under the radar. Just buying in. Well, the other ones, were playing. if you're playing no limit, people who play badly get killed immediately yeah. they put all their money and it's over with that's it where's the fun yeah and then they feel ashamed so do you pay attention to people's uh like can you pick up i mean you've been playing for a while can you pick up on you know hints or movements on on people like nowadays if they're bad the players are bad they're going to each play like their oh identity sorry <laughs> a greek is going to play like a greek a black person is going to play like a black person. Yeah. Uh, Mediterranean. Every every group, a Texan, a this, yeah. a, act have a different cultural way that they play. That is wild. as long as they're bad players. Once you become a good player, yeah. you know not to have that take the culture Persona. that you're from. Yeah. So then everybody becomes not part of the culture. But if you're bad, you could tell what's going to happen. For example, I'll give you an example. A Texan comes in, yeah. and he has a girlfriend behind him to uh -oh. the one wants to prove to the girlfriend yeah. oh yeah so you know within 10 minutes he's gonna try for a bluff, bluff right right there's an example right so you're set up what about you're a prepared. Jew huh you're Jewish yeah what, what, about, what, a Jew? what about a Jew what a Jew they're a pain in the ass all of them <laughs> why why they're all a pain in the ass even after 40 years you remember when they with Moses there for 40 years they roamed around right after God had to deal with them for 40 years he quit <laughs> that's hilarious I know I mean yeah. what Jews Jews are a pain in the ass like everybody else what yeah I know they're you more of just, a pain in the ass because I'm Jewish like, so I, you know, like, I, no but Jews again if a Jew I mean they're smart they're, they're I mean, smart I'm not so sure I used to think they're smart. smart now I think they're schmucks <laughs> yeah and I could say that I could say whatever I want they can't you know yeah. no I'll lead I'll lead you to it I can't say it huh <laughs> I could say it, but, you know, you know how it goes. Oh, but, I mean, Jews will act, what will they act like? I don't know, actually, because when I play, they're they just, they just, they just always look unhappy <laughs> when they're sitting playing poker. They don't look happy. So yeah. that's all you get. Yeah. I'm not happy, no matter what hands. Hey, hey, that's what you get. So there's no more jawing at the tables anymore, like it used to be? You know, just you know, banter back and forth. Or, you can't say anything. You can't say, I, I, in you the game, you can't even talk. Even in the World Series of Poker, you can't talk back to another person, say any word. Even so, if you win a pot, you can't, you know, mouth off a little No, part. not allowed anymore. You can't that smoke, the you mental can't game is the biggest part of poker. Why would they take well, that away? The biggest, but at least it's fun. I mean, so well, I would go, I would get around it, though. Like in the World Series of Poker, if you said something like the F word, they would give you 10 minutes... 
No. You know, you're 10 minutes. You yeah. can't play for 10 minutes. Okay. So I had this, this one of these shift bosses that I couldn't stand. Couldn't stand. <laughs> so when I wanted to take a break, I called him up. I said, go F yourself. <laughs> Where was this at? Uh, this was at the tournament at the Rio. Because <laughs> when I, I knew I was going to, I want a 10-minute yeah. break to go pee. I'm not going to waste this moment. You know, I'm going to say, go F yourself. The whole table just cracks up. I get 10 minutes, and he can't take it. So there's there's a, uh, there's a an idea out there, at least people I've talked to. Do, have people worn diapers at poker tables? Well, thank God I have not seen that. Okay. But I have seen something that I still remember. And uh, we were playing in a tournament. It was like a three-table tournament. And an open this guy... Went all in, and he's gone. Now they bring in this other guy. I'm looking at this guy. His mother is behind him. And he announces that he his arms don't work because he took his motorcycle at 120 miles an hour and hit a tree. Now, is that the way? That already sounds fishy. No, it's not fishy. It happened. He's got limp arms. So how does he play? With his feet. Are you kidding me? He has these shorts. I don't like feet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't I, like feet. Then they just shuffle it back in the dag and. Huh? No, I mean. Does he have corn? He literally. Or, no, like he literally. Feet. He literally <laughs> uses his feet to look at the cards. He takes his toe in this and throws chips in. <laughs> and I'm saying. Scratches his ear. This is the. This is. I got suspended <laughs> for two weeks at the poker room for what happened afterwards. Now he's leaning towards me and he has these short shorts so he could maneuver. Right? He's playing and all of a sudden I'm sitting there and I'm saying I'm starting to see one of his balls. <laughs> see? And it's like a drama because there's first a little part of the balls, then a little more, then finally the full Monty. And that's when I couldn't take it anymore. I got it and I said, this guy's got balls. <laughs> Guess who got suspended? And a guy called me, how do you talk to people who have that kind of... Yeah, yeah how do you... I said, I don't give a hell. Yeah. He could go screw himself with his foot. That's what I said. <laughs> his mother. His mother was there. She didn't even help him. I said, yeah. can't you take the cards for him? Why does he have to do this? Yeah. So, so I, I don't care. So yeah. I was gone. But I remember it. Yeah. The image can't be taken away from me. That is a great story. I'm surprised they let them play. Huh? You know. Oh, they let them play. Don't worry about that. Yeah. They can't say anything. Again, yeah. well, I'm going to tell someone who, who, who was an idiot enough to ride in 120 miles yeah. an hour on a bicycle. That alone should be yeah. disqualifying for sitting. Yeah, you probably, like... Announcing? Can you imagine telling someone that you're 120 miles and I hit and I can't... Why would you say something like that to anybody? Make up another story. And he probably knew his balls were out. He's trying to mentally screw with you. Like you had to look at your so. cars. No? He did screw with me. <laughs> you know when it actually happened is, you know what check raising is? Mm -hmm. uh, it's when you check, and then when it's up to you, that means checking. That means that the, basically he's not putting a bet. He's just saying, I'm not betting. Oh, yeah. And then you bet, and he raises you. On the next go around? Yeah. So he wow. did that with his toe, and I couldn't take it. He goes like this, and then he goes around. I bet. Then he takes it with the toes and throws the chips in. Now I'm looking at his balls at the same time, and that's yeah. when I cracked. 
Right. I couldn't take any <laughs> That's crazy. No, I crack. I think sometimes I live like a Larry David thing. I get myself yeah. into trouble all the time. My wife says it's a Tomer day. When it's a Tomer day, something stupid really happens. Yeah. Literally, I mean, the, the supermarket. This is. I'm not. I don't need to make shit up. What yeah, happens? No, I'm at the supermarket. You can't make that up. No, you could make it up, I'm but not, I just didn't. That's so detailed. I mean, it's like I was at the supermarket two weeks ago. Everybody's with a mask. There's these old people, really old people behind me. And I have, you know, I have a lot on the, and they don't have that much, so I tell them. I said to them, listen, go ahead of me. I got all the time in the world. You know what the guy said? You asshole, you think we're going to die soon? You're, call, you're telling me that, look at you, you fat bastard. You have a better chance of dying than we do of COVID. <laughs> They're like 98 years old. Yeah. This is what you nice. get for being nice. I think the, the word Karen came out during COVID. The word Karen? You know, Karen. Oh, yeah, Karen. You know, Karen. Basically, it's, it's women, typically white women, that they call them Karens because they care too much. So, you know, they'll go out of their way and put on your mask. <laughs> You know, are happened to my part, wife. Are they part of the Antifa movement? Is that they? they no, no. This is. I think they're. they're it's. It's towards like middle aged or, uh, like you know, thirties, forties of women who just, uh, you know, care. They care too much. You know, we, we were at the pharmacy the other day, and my wife didn't have her nose or her mask on the bridge, of her the mask. It was here, but yeah. it wasn't here. And this lady just walked up and called her a bitch. And oh yeah, that's going. It's wild. She had a mask on, and had, and then she got two feet, so she wasn't six feet apart from her, but she was worried she didn't have her mask fully on her face, which her is business. bizarre. Because you business. can't pick and choose what COVID guidelines you want to follow, you know? And uh, Well, people get themselves involved in situations they shouldn't. Yeah. I mean, I, we had a friend who smoked. Yeah. I don't tell him anything. Mm-hmm. He's outside smoking. This guy comes up to him and says, you're smoking, you know, you're smoking and your smoke bothers me. He's 15 feet away. Yeah. He comes and says, you're smoking, my smoking bothers me. You know what the, my friend said? It was the best comment. Well, it's killing me. <laughs> Why should I care if it's bothering you? And the guy said, and the guy never said anything yeah. again after that. I love that. <laughs> so what, else, what have you been up to recently? Uh, nothing much. <laughs> Listen, the truth is, I was just about to get into a cruise ship. Okay. I sent half an hour, I, a good half an hour yeah. of completely clean, even though they want G, PG, and X rated because they have for a the twelve. Uh, yeah, for the yeah. late. So you need an hour and a half of. Have you done the cruise ships before? It's funny, I've done the cruise ship from Israel. I was the guy who owned a couple of Greek cruise ships <laughs> roaming around. <laughs> roaming around uh, Greece and all that. And they said, hey, why don't you do some over there? So I did. It was hilarious. Because it was all these people from all over Europe. There was a lot of British British people. And I said, how am I going to do an hour? An hour? But I have a great... In, in English. I mean, a lot of people speak English. Yeah, they speak English. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. You could have fun with the Greek. You know, it was hilarious. But I didn't have that amount of material. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to have that amount of material. Do, do you do crowd work to do you the fillers? To. You had to. You had yeah. to. Everybody, they all do. You had to. But the key is, is that it's all smoke and mirrors. Basically, you're reading up on everybody. 
you know that there's going to be Turks, you know there's going to be British, you know there's going to... So now you're reading really how they all behave with each other, or what they think, which, you know, if there's a South, there's a North. Every country has their right. same kind of accent Absolutely. and character. So you study it. I mean, hours of study. So when you're there and you talk to people, they think you're a genius. Yeah. In the meantime, you've memorized. Well, that's how most of comedy works anyway. Yeah. The, the, the improv is very little. The yeah. truth is, even Robin Williams improv very little. Everything I... Yeah. Robin Williams did? Improv very little. Really? Oh, everything was very... Everything was controlled. No, I don't know. But the movies, okay. he's going to come up with something. Yeah. But live, it's much more, more prepared. I mean, I know this from a friend of his. And yeah. plus, I had a friend. He showed... Uh, uh, I went twice. One when he was in San Francisco and one when he was in Las Vegas. And I told my friend, how much do you want to bet he's going to do the exact same thing that looks like he's just coming up with in San Francisco? Exact yeah. same thing, just different people. Yeah. Just a little change. Yeah. But that's it. Of course, he was also known as stealing, stealing a lot of jokes. He had to pay off people left and right. Yeah, there's, you know, Amy Schumer got a lot of backlash for that. But you, you know, you, you know, parallel thinking and stuff like that. But there's parallel so, things that happen. But this was this more than yeah. When it's specific, like, you know, when it's like every word, and they may have come up with it later, but. It's it's a it's it's bad news if if you comment if if there's video of a comedian saying the exact same stuff you did but ten years or five years earlier. Yeah, it's a big no no. It's a yeah. very big no no. I mean, if I see people at the open mic, I don't care because if they're beginners, they gotta take something. So yeah. it's not that big of a deal. I yeah. love it when one terrible <laughs> open micer and another terrible open micer gets mad at the other one for taking the terrible joke. Yeah, that's that's that, that's funny. Which sucks because comedians, you know, they're already kind of confined because a lot of the jokes have already been done, right? So they're already confined within, unless it's like personal, you know, you come up yeah, with personal come up stuff. With personal, but people are, you know, a lot of the same but thing. It's, it's going to be interesting in the next five, ten years what comedians are going to talk about because well, the Netflix stuff, I think, sucks. I, oh, they I, do. I, Did you see that one? That What was her? So... I don't want to say because she's a lesbian, but she's a lesbian. Yeah. What was her name? Hannah? Oh, I can't remember. Huh? I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather have the Chinese water drop torture than look at listen to her again. Yeah, I, I don't know. And she's people like her, but she's not funny. And they not even have it on the new non-funny. Yeah. Is the new comedy is the new non-funny? Have you heard of this comedy that's not funny? It's yeah. becoming popular. It's wild. It, it's 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 so. If anybody goes to open mics or comedy shows in Vegas, you guys will see some edgy but funny funny stuff that. We'll never make it anywhere because now, and it's all cookie cutter now. I mean, Bill Burr, did you see Bill Burr's Saturday Night Live? Yeah. Oh, I mean, he was great. He is getting. Well, he's one of the best. He's the, he is one of the best. I mean, I love him. And he walked that line in a genius way of, you know, because he's married to a black woman. Right. And he talked about. He is? Yeah. That's a shot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like it's a, a, a little Irish, Irish, an Irish, you know, yeah. you know, you just wouldn't uh, think of it like that. But he got so much backlash from Saturday Night Live. I mean, Twitter exploded on him. Exploded. And it's like, whoa, 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 like, come on. You know, like, we can't just, you know, put ourselves in a box and just say, okay, I'm going to make funny stuff that you think is funny. Because now you're... you're you're destroying the creativity of every comedian or artist that goes on stage. Well, it's also now. Let's get a little. So what are you going to do when it comes to what's happening now with the election? Which yeah. party do you think is for freedom 
And which party do you think is for more shutting your mouth up? Which has which carries identity politics, for example? I mean, it's a, it's definitely a loaded question, but I I don't agree with cancel culture. So yeah. if you don't agree with cancel culture, there's only one yeah. side <clears throat> that believes in cancel culture. You know, and that's just like this one observation of you know there, there's there's so many other things you know that upsets me about obviously. Well, you could be upset about both obviously, sides. yeah. But like but, I I don't like. As as do in comedy, I I hate cancel culture. I hate that, you know. I, it sucks. It's 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 not it's not going to be good for us. It's not so going to. Where is it coming from? Nowadays, both parties have completely changed. The Democratic Party has changed, and the Conservative Party has changed, and they're switching places. You're right. Like 1969, Berkeley civil rights was like actually. Hey, say what you want. Do what you want. Let's practice what we want. So, and you're right. And now it's more. Now now I've seen when I see the. Black Lives Matter or the or the Antifa members, which by the way seem to be mostly white, so I call them. So that's what Bill Burr was talking yeah, about. Yeah. So I don't. So, so to me, they're to me, it's white better boys yeah. with feral women. Yeah, BLM. Feral girls. I white do believe better boys. BLM got hijacked by. Well, no, they didn't get hijacked because no, BLM they, itself. The no, idea the, of the BLM blacks got hijacked. The blacks got hijacked, but the BLM organization itself is completely different. It's based on complete identity politics. Yeah. Well, shit, did you hear 50 Cent endorse Trump? Well, I loved it because he then said he didn't want to be 20 Cent. I thought that was the most hilarious thing I've ever heard. I don't want to be 20 Cent. Dude, the, the world flipped over on its axis. They're flipping over no matter And they, want, they already want to cancel him. They, they don't want him. I, I hope mean, he has a lot of money. Which, is, which I don't like. I don't like, like, and if somebody wanted to endorse Biden, then I don't care. But don't cancel him, you know, because... Because that's what that's America's found found on freedom of speech, and obviously we're gonna have, you know, the well, KKK and bullshit. I, I I think Trump just put KKK on the domestic terrorist list too. He did them. He put the Antifa. Antifa and all yeah. So, but like, so, there's certain groups where you gotta be like, listen, you know. But then everything in between, you know, like if if you're not trying to hurt somebody or kill somebody or, you know, because there's a lot of religions where people, you know. Mormonism to Islam, where if, if, if you really want to get down in the weeds of all these religions, uh, Catholicism, they're all they're all really bad. There's a lot of well, lot no, of, they're not all really bad. Yeah, I mean, there's some, they're not all really the bad. There's one that's the Bible bad. talks about how to sell slaves. Yeah, right. Also, the, and the Bible also t- is telling stories too, and it's not all. And it's not necessarily if you read the Bible yeah. really carefully, it's not coming out like you think. There's different interpretations, but if you look at the Bible directly, especially if you look at the Old Testament, which basically God is a pain in the ass. Wow. The Jewish, the Jewish God doesn't like you. Hates you. Yeah. <laughs> you make one wrong move. None yeah. of this, the other cheek yeah. or anything like that. One wrong move, boom, you bastard. Yeah. So, and the other one is turn. Well, he wasn't that much of a turn. That's that's a false thing. Yeah. But both religions have the Ten Commandments. Yep. Both religions have the golden rule. What both religions? Which ones are you talking about? Well, also yeah. Buddhism and all that. Yeah. But I'm just talking about the two main religions: is Judaism and uh, yeah. uh, 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 the Judeo-Christian. Well, Islam thing. even in the the Quran they even have Jesus in there. The yeah, but they have Jesus who was. It's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. They have Jesus. They have everybody, but it wasn't really Jesus. Jesus wasn't resurrected. I say we're going in that direction. I don't yeah. care. I mean, yeah. I I don't. No, it's I up like to it. you if you know. Yeah. Um, Islam doesn't have the golden rule. Yeah. 
So it's a little it's different. It's a little different. The golden rule is: do you want to? You don't want something done to you that you do to others. You don't want people doing to you what you don't want. You know that that one. I thought the golden rule that was thing, the, the, going that thing. No, no. Who he who owns the gold rules? <laughs> no, no, no. The gold. <laughs> he who owns the gold rules. Yeah. Well, that's basic humanity right yeah. there. But you have you have the Bible and you have other things. They're ideals. That doesn't the humans don't get to the absolute ideal. Yeah. But there are there are written things there that are actually based on many many correct things. You may not like. Uh, things to see, you know, Jews and people, they don't, the ones who read it, interpret if they interpret it literally, mm -hmm. then they're going to have problems. Yeah. But there's a lot of beauty to it. There's a lot of beauty to it. And I personally think that the opposite happened. If it wasn't for religion, there'd be even worse wars. There'd even be yeah. more. The 20th century, there we are. 20th century proves that. Yeah. What took over? 20th? Communism. Communism is Marxism. Marxism has no God in it. A hundred million people died. Yeah. So basically there's, and that's humanity. Human mm -hmm. has a dark side. But religion, yeah. I think, softened it, even though all the terrible parts that were there, I think it softened it. But uh, are we done? Yeah. Okay, so, I'm sorry. No, I, <laughs> I could talk about this for three hours. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're leaving. <laughs> no, I love it. Yeah. This is, what, this, is so, why, this is why I like to be on the podcast so you could speak freely and we could have a conversation because you can't really have a conversation like this in a lot of places. So, well, thank I, you for coming on the show. I really you. appreciate thank it. You. That's it it's it's uplifting to hear you just speak your mind. I mean, I, I love that. You know, like a lot of people have restrictions, but where are you going to be playing? Or is there anybody on Instagram well, hoping, or do you have a YouTube show uh, or video? Stuff at YouTube. Yeah. But if you want to watch YouTube, we have the Fat Bastards of Comedy where yeah. we be where we become sumo wrestlers. And, yeah. I saw you do Gunnam style on stage. Gunnam style, yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we have things. We would add more, but uh, my whole tape thing. Yeah. That stone. Did it really? Yeah, wow. all my stuff. What I didn't back up, but we 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 have a lot of fun. We were going to do an hour and a half variety. We did that variety show for an hour and a half. Oh, yeah, we went cool. all around, and that was fun. But right now, my more interest is something else. So, yeah. I mean, I love the comedy. But I'm not like crazy about it because yeah. of the situation right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, more back into certain, sorry, more no. back into, into, into uh, poker playing. And I'm hoping that the cruise ships yeah. come back oh, and yeah. then I would be able to start doing cruises. And yeah. that would be a lot of fun least, because you could get, even though it's PG, you, people want those ethnic jokes a little bit. You yeah. know, you kind of make fun of everybody yeah. from different backgrounds. For sure. In a night, in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're safe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I don't well, care. Thank you. Thank you. I, don't, I mean, in a good way. I don't <laughs> yeah. give a shit what, sorry. I don't care what they think. I mean, anybody. I don't care yeah. anymore. After you reach a certain age. <laughs> well, thanks. I mean, thanks. Your story is awesome. Keep up with the the poker. Thank you. you thank you great. for coming. Yeah, thank you. you were fun. It was a pleasure.